Hi, this is Carol Miller, and welcome to our Get the Let Out calendar. 50 years ago, around October 8th, 1968, the future Zepp rockers, recording as the Yardbirds, made efficient use of their studio time at Olympic Sound Studios. Manager Peter Grant and producer Jimmy Page were paying by the hour. Jimmy says they already had song arrangements worked out ahead of time. The first album took about 30, 36 hours. Obviously, it wasn't go in the studio and work for 36 hours. It was over a period. But when it was all added up, it was an amount of time. I mean, I knew by the studio bill. <laughs> but we had, we had actually um, played these numbers um, live because there were a few dates to fulfill from the uh, Yardbirds. And we went over and fulfilled those and uh, went in and recorded. And then, of course, we changed the name. Fifty years ago, around October 9th, 1968, Led Zeppelin were in the midst of recording their debut album. For Robert Plant, this Chicago blues cover stands out. On Led Zeppelin 1, was I Can't Quit You Babe, which is written by Willie Dixon, originally performed by Otis Rush, was a great experiment. It allowed the band to perform and for the personality of the band to come through. And at the same time, it did justice to the original recording. Hey! The original by Otis Rush was from 12 years earlier in 1956. On October 10th, 1969, Led Zeppelin played in Paris with a French radio station recording, but not airing the concert at that time. The tape went into storage and was never aired anywhere until 2007, just days before Led Zeppelin's reunion concert in London. And now, this Paris show is on the bonus disc of the Led Zeppelin 1 reissue. Zeppelin were in France for this one show only, after touring the Netherlands for about a week. The same week, plans were scrapped to visit Sweden. Fifty years ago, on October 11th, 1968, Robert Plant took part in his first ever recording session for the BBC, and it wasn't even with Led Zeppelin. He was playing harmonica for guitarist and radio personality Alexis Corner on his music show, Rhythm and Blues. Robert had performed live with Alexis during the summer before Jimmy Page came around. Ultimately, Robert did return to Alexis' Rhythm and Blues five months later, playing harp with Led Zeppelin. Forty years ago, on October 12, 1978, the members of Led Zeppelin were one day away from rehearsing for the second time all year. Their time off came when Robert Plant lost his son. It took John Bonham's intervening to encourage Robert to participate again. Rehearsals at Easy Hire Studios resulted in songs for their new album, as well as another song that was essentially Zeppelin's take on punk rock. Fifty years ago, around October 15, 1968, Led Zeppelin finished recording their debut album. And the very short amount of time it took to record 
Jimmy Page pioneered some new production techniques. I think the very first album of Led Zeppelin was full of so many ideas that hadn't been done before. The first album, it changed. It changed everything, really, and the way that people recorded. Then they went into the world of ambient recording. That, that has to be said, that, that's sort of top of the list, really, because without the first album, there wouldn't have been a second album. On October 16, 1970, Led Zeppelin were not on tour and fans in their home country were taking notice. Their last British show was in January, after which the band spent most of the year touring America. Speaking in England, Jimmy Page explained. It was interesting because over here, it was slow because we spent a lot of time in America because once, once that door, just there was a glimpse of glimmer of light behind that door opening, we sort of pushed it open and went in. And you were allowed to sort of perform and play there and be in America for six months and a year, but not beyond. So, as, as we all know, it's a massive continent and we spent as much time as we could sort of, you know, trying to um, play in all manner of um, states. 45 years ago, on October 17, 1973, Led Zeppelin reportedly had a very informal recording session at Headley Grange, resulting in not new songs, but a bunch of cover songs popularized by Elvis Presley. Bootleggers have not released the recordings, but a full track listing has appeared online, detailing no less than five attempts at Jailhouse Rock. They don't appear to ever have attempted Jailhouse Rock live at any of their shows, but here's a rare live version of another Elvis song they're said to have recorded that day. Years ago, on October 18th, 1968, the Marquee Club in London hosted, for the first time, the band that was to become Led Zeppelin. Technically, the show was one of Two Yardbirds' farewell shows performed over the weekend. Zeppelin had just come out of the studio, giving John Paul Jones perspective to compare. In the studio, you're trying to get things right more often because you know it's going to go down on tape, especially in the days when bands recorded live, not so much in the overdubbing days. Because if you make a mistake and it's a really good take, mm. you have to do the whole thing again. So you try not to make a mistake. On stage, you don't care. You can take chances because you know that once it's gone, it's gone, you know. <laughs> and so you, on stage, you can go further. It's freer. 50 years ago, on October 19th, 1968, the Yardbirds' name was retired from UK clubs as Jimmy Page's new group performed under their old name for the very last time. The Yardbirds' farewell performance took place at Liverpool University's Mountford Hall. Show attendees might have recognized Jimmy Page slipping in a guitar riff from Smokestack Lightning, a remnant of his Yardbird days. Day ever onward. I'd introduce the group to you. Led Zeppelin. This is Carol Miller. Thanks for getting the let out. Check back next week for another Get the Let Out Calendar podcast.